Previously on the Loyal Littles podcast. It's the whole topic, even if there was life on Uranus that was found. We, yeah, we can't talk about it. would say, no, this is a banned topic. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> settlement there that we discover. Oh, yeah. I mean, maybe if they found life, maybe then we would have a, a realignment of the rules. Probably not. Welcome back to the, what is it called again? The Loyal Littles Podcast. Very good. Yeah, the Loyal Littles. my hand there. Yeah. We're going to put you in tiny Chuck category in a second, Simon. Welcome, Ooh. Simon. Roxy's here as always Hi, by everyone. my side. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. We've got a fun show for you today. First of all, congratulations to the Washington football team. Want to give a big shout out to them and all their fans because I know a majority of our listeners are down there, obviously. Mm-hmm. And Roxy's conflicted. I am conflicted. <laughs> Roxy's a little conflicted. We jinxed it. Roxy, we knew that was going to happen. We jinxed Roxy. She was on a four game winning streak for fantasy football. Well, I knew I wasn't going to win much more. I know. So. Well, Bill, Bill's a tough cookie. Bill beat me too. He's yeah. a good, good team. No, it's and, all uh, good. It's all good. But it was, you, you gave it a fight, but she has Tom Brady as her quarterback. So. He was supposed to get me 30 plus points and he only got me 17. And you know why that was? Why? Because of the WFT's defense. That's uh, why. You had yeah. to think about that for a second. I did. <laughs> well, I'm used to saying WTF. So anyway, yeah. Congratulations. Enjoy that win. Yeah. You know what? It's it's okay. Yeah. It's okay it's, for one it's week. Good. It's good. It's good. Simon, we've got to get you in the fantasy football. Got to get you in the fantasy football. Oh, yeah. Football. I'm, I'm super pumped about Washington football team. <laughs> Although, you know, I went out of my way to get Tiny Chuck in the league, and then that mofo went and beat me. So <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm the only one that has a shot here. I'm like, I'm in second, second or third place. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't want to jinx this too much, but I didn't look at the standings. But I know I'm, I did okay again this week. I beat the second place team, but I don't think I, I'm assuming I own a tiebreaker of some sort. And while we're on the fantasy football, we didn't, meant no disrespect to the Berserker League last time we got a little note about that and because we went into the loyal littles football fantasy football league Mm -hmm. and we didn't mean to leave the berserker league out they work those guys holy cow around the clock on this i i don't know what to say i heard about what they did this week i guess it was like i think it was like wwf or wrestling some wrestling i I don't know which wrestling the the opponents you had to like trash talk or something and they had to like make videos and stuff Simon, this league is like crazy. They get points yeah. for like how many kids the players have and stuff like that. They, they get points for everything practically but what they do on the field. I right. Think, <laughs> if I'm saying that correctly. But yeah, we meant Sounds no disrespect bad. to them. Yeah. They're having a great season. I don't unfortunately have standings with me right now or anything like that. I don't even know if they have standings. There's teams with negative wins. What does that even mean? I don't know. I don't know. It's how do berserk. you keep track of it? It's berserk. Berserker. So, yeah, it's berserker. So anyway, quick shout out Bobby Gottfried. Yes. What a nice time. Oh, my he, gosh. He took the time. He's up in New York, took the time to meet Roxy and I out yeah. for a drink. That mm-hmm. was a lot of fun. I think I can say why he was. Well, he was here to see some entertainment. We'll put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think. Actually, I think he was posting video of the concert. So he was here to see a concert, but he uh, actually didn't go see the opening act so he could hang yeah. out with us. So that was really that nice. That was so wow. much fun to meet another little in person and someone that we've talked to. So we feel oh, like yeah. we know yeah. really well at this point, but to actually see them in person was yeah. really cool. So. That was a lot of fun. And I had a nice treat too. Earlier that day, one of my high school friends texted me and said, hey, we're in town. Yeah. Come meet us tonight. Yeah. So I felt kind of bad for Bobby because I was kind of like co-meeting people. 
He was so, talking to Roxy. He was what talking more to, could he, you he want? Was, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Simon, did you not get my text? I invited you down, but you didn't. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I think I have a new phone number or something. Oh. So oh. Don't know what happened. You're yeah. like, Bobby, yeah. I'm not coming. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into the show. Let's get into our emails and stuff like that. Roxy, I think you have the first one, right? Yes, I have a message from Bob Walsh, and he said... But did you know that ombudsman comes from a Swedish word meaning the king's ear? No, Ooh. I did not know that. Oh, like his actual either. ear? I or don't. like something to do with listening? I would think to do with listening. To okay. The king. But maybe it's to do with his actual ear. I don't I mean, don't I, know. I mean, you, you, you do use your ear to listen. Yeah, so. I don't. I, you do. You don't listen yeah. with your eyes. And I should have preempted this whole segment with these are all over the place. We yeah. got a little dabble of everything this time. I know. So. I love that this word just keeps popping right. up for us. And that notice who notice who read it this time, Littles. I wasn't going there again. But it's, I'm still not sure if it was correct. It's past the expiration date for <laughs> Chuck to know how to say it. So <laughs> I practiced. It's out of my head now. Uh, then we heard from John Miller. He says, why do you put your butter in the freezer? Please tell me you don't put your coffee in the freezer. I also agree with Ed Butt. You know, this is a butt-free show, I think. Wow. Ed Butt, where are you? I was going to make up a letter from Ed Butt that he had put. Yeah, you, can you make one up? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, he must be on vacation or something. But he says, I also agree with Ed Butt. So I guess it's not a butt-free show because he's now being mentioned. So anyway, he says dried cherries are a good substitute for raisins. But coming from the cranberry capital of the world, I often substitute dry cranberries. Now, we're getting into a whole nother level that I don't even know how to respond to. So... Wow, we're still on the dried fruit. We are. <laughs> <laughs> we're on everything. Well, Simon, but let's go back to the butter. How, what's oh, your butter yeah, situation? Please, let's do that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what's your butter situation? Do you chill it? Do you leave it room temperature? Well, I don't have any real butter in my fridge. Actually, no, that's a lie. What we do you just have? Margarine? Some... No, no. I, ma margarine, margarine. Do you say? <laughs> margarine. 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 I think. But no, actually, we just bought some vegan butter today. Oh. It's actually really oh. nice. It's that Mykonos vegan butter. Mm -hmm. it's, it's really delicious. Actually. Mykonos? Um, what is that? Isn't that that guy that... Mykonos. Yeah, that's Mykonos from The Office, right? <laughs> well, isn't Mykonos a Greek island? It is. But, it, is um, so. it is, yes. But then he named uh, himself. I don't know. But, I, <laughs> but okay. when I exist in a butter world... I think I keep my butter in the fridge, I think. It I mean, it just depends. I grew up in, like, Singapore and Greece. It's kind of hot to keep butter outside. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It yeah. melts. Melts. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So I grew up putting butter in the freezer when I wasn't going to be using it for a while. And then when it was time to pull out another stick, I would then put it in the fridge. It's exactly how we did it too, Roxy. Right. That's probably the only thing I would growing not, up well, that we have in common. Thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that and using Comet now. on... Oh, save that. That's coming <laughs> okay. up. That's coming up. We're saving that for the final segment. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. So all I can say is I, for us... Now, Roxy, you don't have the same situation, but we had so many kids in our... We had mm -hmm. five, four siblings. Right. So my mom would buy so much in advance. Yeah. You know, she... I don't think we didn't freezer. have Costco back then, but that's how she would buy. And then we would put it in the freezer until it was until time. Until we to needed like, it. Yeah, mm -hmm. Right. But yeah. never just left on the counter. That's gross. I mean, no offense to anybody who does no, that. No, I, I'm not disagreeing with them not because, like but I do that. So, no, no, I don't do it overnight, but sometimes I will take it out ahead of time if I know I'm going to spread it. Well, on sure. Yeah, 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 that's all fine. But yeah, to soften uh, the, it. Well, sometimes I'll even throw it in the microwave I or think whatever. we're talking leaving it out yeah. in the fridge. People do it. Always, yeah, like yeah. 24 7. All the time. How does it not melt all over the place? It's not going to melt. Well, it just gets yeah. really soft. If it's not well, right. too hot. 
and yeah. then it's all mushy. I, I actually well, support like that. Hundreds of degrees, yeah. you know. That's so right. interesting. In a normal climate, I think that's great. It's so easy to spread. Yeah. Oh, I do too. I, I love yeah. it. But anyway, Roxy, what's next? I don't know. We heard from Debbie, uh, right? Yeah, we heard from Debbie Mittman. The man to whom I'm related by marriage always has peanut butter on toasted raisin bread and honey, too. Mm. This is the man who claims not to have a sweet tooth, by the way. <laughs> Eye roll. Wink Eye face. roll emoji, right. <laughs> we love that. Now, I like raisin bagels, or what are they called? The cinnamon raisin cinnamon bagels? Cinnamon raisin bagels. They're okay. Bagels. I know you don't like them. but I'm not a fan, but I'll eat it if it's my only option. But right. You know, you could substitute those raisins with cranberries or cherries. <laughs> or cherries, yes. anything on this podcast. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Well, I, look, I haven't tried it, so I should, I'm should. i not going to knock it until I try it. Yeah. So, But the more important thing, Debbie continued, and she said, thanks for recommending the Chatter on Books podcast with Tori Clark. I finally subscribed, listened to the interview with Ken Follett, Loved it, and I'm looking forward to the next one. She was a great interview for the 100th episode. Well, we couldn't agree Agree more. more. Mm -hmm. So, Littles, don't forget, if you haven't subscribed yet, just go over and hit that subscribe button for Tori on Chatter on Books. It's a great podcast. Like I said, I'm being honest. You know, a lot of times I don't know the author. I don't even necessarily am interested in the book, but it's just cool to hear DAs over there a lot. Chris, I think Saliza comes on once in a while. Claude jumps in once in a while. It's Mm -hmm. just, it's, and of course, Tori. So it's always great to just hear the voices, especially on the day that Tony's not on. Yeah. You know, after you're done listening to us, of course. All right. And last, but certainly not least, we heard from Bob Sproul and he says, hello, Chuck and Roxy. When I appeared on the LLP back in February, you graciously allowed me to plug the Highmark Caring Place, an organization that serves to provide support for grieving children and their families, and a place where I have served as a volunteer for 12 years. As a follow-up to that, please allow me to inform you and your listeners that this coming Thursday, November 18th, International Children's Grief Awareness Day will be observed. Observed on the third Thursday of every November. Children's Grief Awareness Day was begun by The Caring Place in the early 2000s, and it has since grown to be observed internationally. I have attached a link that gives further information on Children's Grief Awareness Day and how individuals can observe it, but the simplest way is to simply wear something blue that day and tell people that you are doing so to show your support for the needs of grieving children everywhere. Thanks for allowing me for another plug on this very important topic. Peace and love, Bob Sproul. And we couldn't agree with you more. We'll be wearing blue on Thursday, Bob. And all you loyal listeners, I will put that link that he included in our show notes. All right, let's get out of here. Get to our Meet the Littles guest. A lot of fun. Uh, I want to give a hint, but it might give it away. But I, I don't know. I'm in the, you know, I always say I'm, I don't do Christmas music until after Thanksgiving. Right. That's a given. So I don't think this is considered Christmas music, though, but... You know, I'm missing White Christmas, Roxy. I am. And, you know, one of my favorite songs is Sisters, Sisters. All right. That's your hint. I'm going to leave you with this, though, because I read this somewhere and it's pretty amazing. So every time I mispronounce things, Mm -hmm. this English language sucks. That's all I'm going to say. It really does. Think about this, Littles. Every sea in Pacific Ocean is pronounced differently. Think about that. We'll be right back with Meet the Littles. My mind is blown. This is Eric Londigan, and you're listening to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network.
We are being played in this episode by, well, if you don't know who this is, shame on you, Littles. Shame on you. It's the great Jason Fuse. And this song is called Waking Up, and it's off his latest album, Headed Home. Littles, please head on over to all over the place. Bandcamp, Spotify, iTunes, search Jason Fuse and buy his stuff. I mean, it's Jason freaking Fuse. What more could you ask for? If you want to reach out to Jason on Twitter, he can be found at at JudoFuse. That's J-U-D-O-F-U-S-E. And as always, we'll play the full song, Waking Up, at the end of the podcast. All right, all you loyal Littles, it's now time to meet the Littles. And Roxy, we have a fun one for you today. Please welcome to the podcast, Sandra Rohde. Hey, Sandra, how you doing? Hi, Chuck and Roxy. I'm doing great. All right. Now, I got your name right, correct? Yes, you did. All right. Now, you may or may not have basically phonetically spelled it out for me on the form, which was great. <laughs> we, I appreciated that. It was Chuck proof. It was Chuck proof. Oh, that's good, Roxy. Exactly. Yeah. So we're going to dive right in here because I'm going to I'm embarrassed to admit something. And okay. so as we know, we do some lurking here at the Loyal Littles podcast. And I just realized this morning before we came on that Jolene is your sister. Is that right? That is correct. <laughs> you know, <laughs> she had mentioned it months ago. Yeah. That, oh, my sister listens to the podcast. And I completely forgot. So I love this, actually, that I didn't know. So are we your first sister, sister? I think so. I think so, yeah. Sister, yeah. sister. We've had father, daughter, mother, daughter, and now we have sister, sister. Wow. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. All right, Littles, who's going to be the first brother, brother? I mean, come on. <laughs> come on. I mean, I don't know who you are, who's out there that have brothers that listen. Wow, this is great. But notice I said that she's your sister. I didn't say you're her sister. I was very careful there, just for the record. <laughs> So, That's very kind of you, but in the Littles world, <laughs> I am definitely her sister. Gotcha. I see. Well, I was careful because we didn't want to like downplay you at all. So why don't you take a second, Sandra, and introduce yourself to all the loyal Littles out there. Okay. I'm born and raised, as Jolene is, in Nebraska. I've lived in Chicago, Kansas City, Dallas, and finally Charlotte. And most of my career, I was in finance, in telecommunications, and then I got a degree in applied behavioral science and kind of moved over to the human side of the world. And I moved to all these cities primarily because of my job, except for Charlotte. And that's where I moved to kind of figure out what I wanted to be when I grow up. <laughs> and now it's full circle, and I'm back in Nebraska, and I'm a caretaker for our mother. Now, when you first went away, did you go away to college or did you stay No, there? I went away. I got I actually was transferred to Chicago. My company was moving their corporate headquarters to Chicago. And at the time, I was living in Lincoln, Nebraska, which of course is a college town, mm -hmm. and the job market there is the same all the time. And so I thought, well, what the heck? They'll move me. And if I could stay for a year and if I hated it, I could always move back. Right. And I think it cost them $450 to move me. That's how I had nothing. <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> but I got to Chicago and I loved it and lived there for 20 years. Wow. Oh, wow. So all my fandom, which I'm sure you'll get to at some point, mm-hmm. is Chicago. Oh, Be- gotcha. uh, Cubs, Bears, Blackhawks. And do you have a favorite sport, though? Well, my favorite sport is golf, but I like just about everything. Mm. I'm a hockey fan. I'm a baseball fan. Right. I love college sports. Mm-hmm. Now, and you're a Nebraska fan, though, right? For college? Of course. Of course. <laughs> Nebraska football. How dare I ask that question? <laughs> Nebraska football and Nebraska volleyball. Ah, um, right. Now, I'm a big Nebraska volleyball fan. Nice. And then, of course, Creighton basketball. Right. So we were interviewing Joe Mahan, and he, you know, he went into how he coaches volleyball. And Jolene actually posted something, I think it was on Twitter or somewhere, how she's way into the volleyball. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize this. And I'm sure she brought it up at some point in our talks along the lines. Because, I mean, we interviewed her a long time ago. A long time ago. A long time ago. And so she was telling me all about your niece and all her records. Because I went into the interview talking to Joe about I had a cousin. I didn't realize what she had accomplished. Honestly, I just knew she was kind of a big wig down in Florida. That's all I knew. And she was into volleyball and she coached it for years. And Jolene, of course, loved it because it turns out she coached at a Catholic high school. And of <laughs> she was holds the record for most wins in the state. So I Googled it. And so I sent because I thought Joe might be interested because we were talking all about it. So then I sent it to Jolene and she, of course, loved it, too. And then so she started talking to me all about your niece and all these records she holds. And I was like, wow, yes. that's unbelievable. So, yeah, it got really hardcore into the volleyball talk. And I, you know, obviously I played, so I loved it. And I'm just I'm just glad it's nice to know, like when we do these because, you know, volleyball is not one of the more popular right. sports, I guess we would say out there. So when we right. do talk about it, you know, to have it's some not people like mainstream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I feel like it should be. I mean, I feel like more people should play volleyball. So, but obviously we need to go into the golf now. Are you as big a fan as Jolene? Yes. Okay. You've gone to many tournaments, I assume, and all that stuff? Yes. I was fortunate enough to go with her for about the first 10 years that she had her badges. Oh, Oh, for the Masters? Yes. Oh, wow. That's great. So I've been with her sitting on 18 in the front row. (laughs) We've been on TV many times. We're in the Arnie documentary of his life. Oh, I don't think she mentioned that. That's cool. There are lots of great times. We saw the last Masters that Arnold Palmer played in. We saw the last Masters that Bruce Edwards caddied in. He was the caddy that had ALS, that caddied for Tom Watson. We saw the last Ben Crenshaw round and with Carl Jackson, his caddy who had caddied for 38 years at the Masters. So, yeah, we've seen a lot of wonderful golf at the Masters. Sure. But my golf fandom, as far as really being active with golf, was back in Chicago. I used to work at the Western Open, and I would sit inside the rope and run the little IBM machine, putting in the scores. Oh. oh. And I met Payne Stewart at Butler National one year, and I wanted to get his autograph. And I had this little purse. And I emptied everything out of my little purse into his hands because I was so excited. (laughs) (laughs) And then all I had was a a regular pen. Mm -hmm. Uh So I had Stewart's, you know, it has to be pretty well protected because it's just ink. Right. Sure. But I have some other wonderful autographs. Jolene got me for my birthday what we believe to be Sam Sneed's last autograph in his life. Really? Sam Snead has always been my favorite golfer. 
and he won the masters in the year that I was born and she got a guard at the masters to ask him for an autograph on the night of the championship dinner, the very last championship dinner before he died. And that was like April 11th. And then he died May 23rd. And they were kind of mad about it because they said he doesn't do autographs. Oh, Oh. so your chances are really good. So the chances, yes, the chances are great that I have his very last autograph. And how did she pull that off? She just was (laughs) Jolene. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. That's yeah. so funny. The yeah. the purse story, though, reminds me, my cousin went to see, I don't know, what, I can't remember which tournament it was, but somewhere up in Massachusetts, she was following Phil Mickelson around. And at one point, she asked him for his autograph. And he was like, yeah, you know, what do you have for me to sign? And she was like, oh, uh, you don't have a Sharpie? My <laughs> chapstick? Can you sign my chapstick container? And he was like, uh, sure. So she got his autograph on a chapstick. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's hysterical. Uh, the things you do to figure out a way, you know. Yeah. To think, well, could have gotten worse than that. Yeah, yeah, right. Right. But she said he was super nice and cool about it and laughed. and. Yeah, little. That's great. If you're, if you're seeking an autograph, make sure you've planned ahead. Yeah, right. But sometimes you don't have time. Yeah. Always have that pen and paper ready. Yeah, right. That's right. <laughs> you never As know. As you guys would know. Yeah. Being in the, being in the industry. Yeah. 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 So now, what did you study in school? Accounting and finance. And then I got later on, I got a degree in applied behavioral science. So I ran a recognition program for employees after that. And that included like the big trips where Mm -hmm. the salespeople would earn their big trips. And also on the non-sales side, the regular just recognition for doing a great job. And I really enjoyed all of that. But as part of the sales recognition, I got to go to some wonderful places, including New York City, where I got to see the Rockettes. Oh, not when, nice. Not when Roxy was dancing, but <laughs> I did love the show. Yeah. Now, did you see anything else while you were here or just the Rockettes? No, I've been to New York several times. Most of the things that I've seen were kind of off-Broadway. Okay. Everything that I've, like Hamilton, I've seen in Chicago twice, yeah. mm-hmm. but... Everything in New York was off Broadway. Gotcha. All right, real quick, because we're almost in, we almost need to take a break. So, how did you get into TK and all that and listening to him? Well, I watched PTI for years, and then when I moved back to Nebraska, my sister clued me into the podcast, mm-hmm. and I started listening to the podcast. So, I'm rather new to the littles. I'm very happy, though, that my very first email that I ever sent to the podcast was read. Really? Oh, nice. All right. Yes. That was a great feeling. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's so cool. All right. Well, Sandra, listen, we've already got to take a break. I want to give a a shout out to Chuck and Simon and Ritz. Um, I've listened to all the podcasts since day one. Uh And in the beginning, I thought Chuck and Chuck were a couple. And Roxy was the reliable straight friend. Uh, oh, <laughs> I'm so gonna Wait, keep. That's this. fun. I'm so gonna keep this in <laughs> because Sully will love that. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Sully will absolutely love that. So you thought Tiny Chuck and I were a couple, which is great yes. because there was another story floating around before our wedding episode that I was actually with Tiny Chuck. 
Oh, right. Oh, my. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So there, there was that storyline floating around and hilarious. Just yeah. So funny. So no offense, fu- Tiny Chuck. But. I mean, yeah. I mean, we, we kind of got in too deep with that. Yeah. We didn't mean to, no. to do that to the listeners, but it was kind of fun. It, it was great. Yeah. For podcasting, but we felt bad. Yeah. I think, I, I think I've said this before, too. Even my dad was like, wait, so are you together? Are you not? What's going on here? Yeah. He was like, what's what's happening? <laughs> Because I'm paying for a wedding in a couple months, right, and I right. need to know now if this isn't happening. <laughs> so I can tell you that Jolene was laughing because she, of course, knew since she was one of your early guests. Right, right. She knew, and she didn't tell me. And I know I mentioned it to her well, that I said, "Oh, I've been in Roxy's shoes before." You know, oh I've my been. Gosh. <laughs> I've been the straight girlfriend. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, in, in your sister's defense, we probably swore her to secrecy. Probably. At uh, that because time, we didn't yeah. tell everyone no. that came on. No, but you it's, didn't. It's Jolene. She somehow got it out of us. <laughs> I know. She's just we're chatting along and it just I think something slipped out and I was yeah. like, Well, we might as well just come clean. Yeah. If you can keep a secret. And she's mm-hmm. like, Oh sure, I can keep a secret. <laughs> well, that's good yes. to know. She really did keep the secret. <laughs> oh, didn't she even, did. Didn't even tell the family. Oh wow. my gosh, that's nope. hilarious. No, she did not. It's <laughs> so funny. Did you think that until you heard that episode or did you find out yeah, beforehand? Yeah, when did you when did you figure When it out? you announced your wedding? Okay. Oh, so it was that. Wow. Okay. okay. <laughs> yes. I was shocked. I was totally shocked and Jolene was laughing hysterically. <laughs> it's kind of like the time you find out that Nigel's not British. Right. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Wait, oh, spoiler, spoiler alert. alert. Spoiler alert. Sorry everyone. Sorry Littles. <laughs> But Simon is British. Simon is, just for yeah. the record. Mm-hmm. We're not faking oh, that. Okay. We're not faking that. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I, you know, I hesitated on that, but I'm like, no, he's really a Brit. And I, I think what Nigel does is great for the TK show. So mm-hmm. I'm like, every good podcast needs a Brit. That's my theory. <laughs> Simon was one of the first people I thought of. Uh, and he's a dear friend of ours. He lives across the street. Yep. In his closet. Yes, yes. In his closet. <laughs> now, we've gotten him out a few times. Sandra, listen, I'm not even going to ask if you can come back because we've got so many more stories to get into. <laughs> so we're just going to take a break. Great. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back with Meet the Littles. You're listening to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. We are here meeting the Littles again, and we have Sandra Rohde here, Jolene's sister, or... Uh, Jolene is her sister. Jolene is her sister. Let's get it right. Um, All the things. So (laughs) we're really excited to have you here. Let's get into some more stories. And and notice how Chuck here has been a complete gentleman by not asking who's older and who's younger. So, (laughs) because I know better. Well, I'm definitely older. I'm 14 years older than my sister. Whoa. Oh. I was oldest and only for 14 years. Wow. That must oh, have been wow. quite an adjustment. Yeah. So I have all those tendencies. <laughs> <laughs> I, have the, I have the spoiled, rotten mm-hmm. being only, and I'm the bossy oldest. But she gets the oldest again because then after her, every two years, we had a brother and a brother. So Gotcha. Yeah. I was thrilled when I found out that my mother was pregnant and I was going to have a little sister. Oh, nice. oh, that's sweet. And so you were pretty much probably out of the house by the time the brothers came along, right? Yes. Yeah, I yes. had a similar situation because I have a sister that's 16 years older than me. And yes. so, yeah, so I, because I was the baby. Yeah, that's it's different. Exactly we, we didn't grow up together. We didn't grow up together. Yeah. 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 So that's that's exactly the way it is for me and my youngest brother. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you still probably changed his diapers, though. And uh, mm, nope. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was in living in Chicago by then. Oh, OK. So you're like, I'm out. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's my oldest sister. She always like, but well, don't you remember? I changed those diapers, you know, so like I owe her in life, yeah. which I do, you know, but. All right. So let's get into some of these great stories. Now, you know, as we tell everyone that they fill you fill out the form. Well, there was one before. I know you want to get into MJ. Do you want to do that first? We can do that first. Sure. Okay. Because I know that Roxy is an MJ fan. She yeah. is. Space Jam. Well, yeah. are you? All right. Let's get this out there. It's so funny. Are you an MJ fan or a Space Jam fan? Like if that was Patrick Ewing starring in Space Jam, the I think, original. I think Space Jam is what got MJ on my radar. Okay. And then, yeah, we used to watch him play and my brother and I would play in our Yard, driveway. Like, Jordan and, from three. Or yeah. Whatever. And Did I would just, you know, I think yeah. he used to stick his tongue out when he would yeah. run up to the hoop. So I would, you know, do that. I would emulate <laughs> that, you know, just like this little child. Right. Okay, I don't know. He, I enough. mean, he was he was a big deal to my generation. You know, yeah, growing up in school, we we talked about him all the time. Gotcha. You know, Air Jordans came out. Everyone wanted them. Yeah. We didn't get them. We didn't have them, which is fine. But we thought they were the coolest thing mm-hmm. ever created. Um, Are those the ones that you would push on the tongue and blow it up? Yeah. Blow, yeah. 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 Well, and don't even get me started. That reminds me of if any little knows of the movie George of the Jungle, which is a really the, hilarious the movie. The original or the remake? I guess the remake. Okay. The one that came out in the 90s. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, never mind. Never mind. You're there, right. There There's was only a, one. There was a scene where he's about to run through the safari to run to America somehow, magically. <laughs> and he got a pair of Air Jordans and he pumps them up. And we're like, that's so cool. You know? <laughs> nice. Yeah. Big fans. All right. So, Sandra, take it away. (laughs) Well, I lived in Chicago during the years of Mm. Michael Jordan's time with the Bulls. And the great thing was that they played at Chicago Stadium then. It was called the Madhouse on Madison. Mm -hmm. And I did not get to play poker with him in his house like (laughs) Mitchell. But one of the great things that you could do at the old Coliseum or the old stadium was to go and buy a standing room only ticket. And that was so cheap. I mean, I don't even remember how much it was, but it was dirt cheap. And then you would be standing by the standing room only door and they'd open the door and you'd run up the steps and you'd just go up one level and you could sit on the floor behind the last row of seats. And so you really had like lower level seats. Oh. And this one spot that we had staked out was right by a bar. So there was lots of walking area. So where you were sitting wasn't even in the pathway of anybody. And it was great. So we got to watch Michael Jordan play basketball and Rodman. Yeah. And, yeah. and always against the Detroit Pistons. Mm-hmm. We always the hated boys. the Pistons. The Dirty Boys, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. But it was so great. Yeah. It's funny that you say that I actually have a similar Yankee Stadium secret, which I'm not going to say on air because I don't want to give it away. But the odds that another little would be like there at the same game, which would be great, actually, if that was the case. But I have a similar thing where I'll buy like a nosebleed seat. But I know like the perfect standing room, which isn't really designated as standing room, but it's one of those sections where you can't not stand there type of thing. And yes. so as long as you get there first, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, and I'll just sit. Now, Roxy doesn't like that. Roxy needs a seat. Oh, yeah. But it I is a good her. view <laughs> that what I, you know where I'm talking yes. about. It is a great view. It's lower level. It's like 
first base side. I yeah. guess I am giving it away, but it's a great yep. it's a great view and it's the perfect little trick. Yeah, but like, I always have to stand like no one can push me out of the way. Right. Because that's happened before too. So I've like had to figure out, okay, how can I plant myself right. to make sure that nobody pushes me over? Because we were there for Poppy's last game, big Poppy's yeah. last game at Yankee oh, Stadium. Nice. So I wanted but I didn't even think about this. Yankee Stadium it's it's a terrible place now. The old stadium <laughs> I loved, but the new one, it's all now they have this like huge Tron. jumbotron in center field. So we could have just watched the whole thing from the nosebleed section on the jumbotron mm-hmm. sitting down. But I wanted to see it I wanted to see him live. It was worth so close. Right. So Right. Yeah. Well, that was what was so sweet about these. Yeah. Was that even though they were standing room only, you could sit. Yeah. Right. There was room for about, I would say probably five to six people could sit behind this last row and it was perfect. Wow. Oh, wow. See, that is so cool. That was so great. Yeah. And then the other part was that the parking lot, there was like an entrance three and a half obviously between three and four and that's where all the players would come in Mm. Uh so you could hang out there and see them come in and leave and yell at them and (laughs) sometimes get autographs if you were lucky yeah you know you'd see michael's fancy car and all that stuff which was really cool yeah lots of fun the chicago blackhawks played there also oh okay so that was really cool now see we're not too big on hockey i've never been to a game i gotta get to a game One of the things that's unique about Chicago Blackhawks is that they cheer through the entire Star Spangled Banner. The fans cheer. Really? Loudly. Yes. It's I think it started in nineteen eighty eight, if I'm not mistaken. But when you first go there and you see that happen, you think, Well, that's very disrespectful. Right. Right. But really it isn't. You know, it's tradition Mm -hmm. and it's pretty amazing when you're actually there and you're part of it. Yeah. You know, yeah. if you're watching it, you're probably going, ah, I don't think this is such a great thing. But if you're there doing it, the it's energy. really. I don't know. I see what you're saying. When you first said that, I was like thinking the same thing. Yeah. But then I'm more like, I mean, at least I'm not like booing. Right. You know, that would be. Right. You know, right. Terrible, and but... everybody's engaged. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. I wonder how that is for the singer. I wonder if it's annoying. Oh, that's the singer is Jim Corden. Oh, let's see. Oh, it's the same. Oh, they don't get like yeah. guest people to come in. She- no, the singer is Jim Cornelius. Cornelius, okay. I'm not sure how you pronounce it. But so they have the same guy that does it every night. Yes, oh. and he's pretty famous. Interesting. Okay. So he's probably used to it by now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and he can sing above it all. He yeah. Don't sure. Yeah. Well, <laughs> opera. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. So, <laughs> staying in Chicago, you also had something. You had lights at Wrigley on your. Floor. Yes, they had the first lights. At Wrigley, they fought it forever. Yeah, and then they finally put them in on eight eight eighty eight, and it was rained out. The game was mm-hmm. rained out after the third inning, and we always got to say God didn't like the lights. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. It's, it happens to be my sister's birthday too. That's part of the reason why. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, my Cubs time was Sammy Sosa, Ernie Banks, mm. Ryan Sandberg. Wow. You know, back in those days. Yeah. yeah. Now, I'm trying to remember the first time I was at Wrigley. Uh, one of my favorite memories of all time is I was doing a show in Chicago for the summer, and my mom and my sister came to see the show, and so I surprised my mom. My mom was a big Mets fan. We were there at Wrigley when the Mets came into town, and Tom Glavin got his 300th win. Oh, how wonderful. Yeah, so it was so exciting. And, you know, it's funny. My mom, big baseball fan, but she doesn't really follow, like, the stats and stuff, so she didn't even really realize what she was seeing. I mean, she just... 
was thrilled the Mets won. That's all sure. she really cared about. And yep. it wasn't until we were leaving the stadium when random people on the street are asking to like, they're asking for her ticket stub. And of course she's like, no, I'm putting it in my scrapbook when I get home. She was like, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> and I even tried to explain, I like when they got back to the hotel, cause they were staying in a different hotel. And I was like, now turn on sports center. This is gonna be a big deal. And she's, you know, she still didn't get, it wasn't until she got home in their tiny town of Hartsville, Tennessee. And it, they have like a weekly newspaper. You know what I mean? It comes out once a week. It's that small of a town. Right. Right. And sure enough, it was on the front page of the, I forget what the name of the paper is for their town, but sure enough. That she, she was at the game? No, no, but just that it was that was big, big that their weekly oh, small town okay. newspaper put it on the front page. Wow. And she was like, I, I was there. I was at that game. <laughs> she started to go tell all her friends. She was like, I was there. I was there at that game. <laughs> so that was exciting for me because I was, you know, it just, it was cute. We're originally from a town of about 500 people. Right. That I lived in until I was five. And we still get the weekly paper from there. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It's always fun when they have a remember when section. Oh, nice. And, yeah. And so you read about yourself in the paper from way right, back from when. from way back when. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's... That you had your tonsils taken out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Because it was so important. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, Sandra, actually, we're almost out of time here now. I'm sure you know, we pride ourselves on the fun, dumb questions. Is that okay if we ask you some of those? Yes. All right. Because the chunky, smooth discussion has gotten a lot of buzz lately. And we're okay. very excited. We, we love it when people like Eric Barnes, I'm going to give them shout outs because I know who they are, who discover the podcast late. They come across it like a month ago. And now they're binge listening, we call it. And yes. so it's so funny because he, bless his heart, he's always commenting on whatever episode he's listening to. So he'll throw like, a, oh, you know, uh, I just heard Neil from Rockville. I just heard Shad in D.C. And he's, he actually wrote a haiku for that one, one that wasn't on the podcast that day. So anyway, but this uh, smooth, crunchy peanut butter is getting a lot of buzz again. Buzz again. So <laughs> what do you got? Well, I'm definitely a smooth out of the jar and crunchy on sandwiches. Oh, Okay. I cannot have a jar of smooth peanut butter in my house because I will get a spoon and not stop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I have that issue. Not with smooth, but just in general. Yeah. That's so funny. That's good. All right. Let's see. Would you rather be the most popular kid in school or the smartest kid in school? That's a tough one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Beating oldest and only. Of course, I was a straight-A student. Mm -hmm. Of course. But of course, I want to be the most popular. Right. And mm. I was a cheerleader for all my life. So, you oh. know, I had to do all of that stuff. So, so. you were both. Oh, yes. Nice. <laughs> That's She's, the life. All right. So we're two for two on Will Bonding the question. Okay. <laughs> oh, uh, sorry about that. Oh, no. That's okay. I mean, we like Will Bond here. Yeah. We're, we're Will Bond fans, so. I mean, Roxy just wishes he wouldn't take so long at the end of PTI. And I wish when but. they're given, okay, you have to pick a word, like fill in the blank with a word. I wish he wouldn't constantly hyphenate. Yeah. Or make up things. <laughs> she thinks he just makes well, up Roxy, words. Roxy actually added some stress to my life. Oh. Uh -oh. <laughs> because I didn't even know that there was a clock. Oh, no. I mean, that's how little uh. it had to do with the show for me. Mm -hmm. And then I started listening and Roxy talked about the clock. Uh -huh. And now I watch it every day. Yes. It drives her crazy. <laughs> I'm so sorry that I dragged you into it. But I mean, seriously, though, it's my my heart rate goes up every time I watch well, but, it. And I've tried to explain to her millions of times that 
you know, then he can't say, well, we'll try and do better the next yeah, time. Right. You know, it's like, well, exactly. and, and you did, Chuck, you did point out there is another clock down at the bottom of the screen. Yeah. So they do actually have a little bit. It's like, I think, 30 seconds. No, not even 30 longer. seconds. It's like not even five, 10 seconds, you know, because then they do the whole and now Sports Center, you know, right. that, you know, they so have, they have stuff to have after. time to do that. And his shout out. Good night, Canada, whatever he I does. I love the shout out. So I yeah. guess technically they always do finish on time, but their buzzer is the one that always gets me. Yeah. So. so how is that actually speaking of when your sister got a shout out on PTI? What was that like? Wow. How you, about that? Right? <laughs> yeah, I was in shock. I mean, you can be and honest. Were you super jealous and now you... No, I wasn't. I was <laughs> just so excited for her. Yeah. And of course, I have it recorded. And be, I'm always careful not to erase it. Yeah. Right. I need to just... <laughs> oh, I still have my first... Well, my first and only fortune teller appearance mm -hmm. on PTI. Yes. Now, Roxy yes. here, who's a pro. Now, Roxy has <laughs> done more fortune tellers than I have. I've done two. What up, Bonnie? I mean, <laughs> sorry. I mean, she's done two. I've done one. I'm like, hello. And the one day I was with her when she got the call. Yeah. We were in Central Park just hanging out. And he was laughing at me because I couldn't figure out She couldn't the pronounce names. the name. <laughs> but I didn't want to throw her off either. So, I, matter of fact, I wasn't even looking. I turned away. <laughs> Because I didn't want to be making faces, nothing, because I really wanted this to happen because I was excited for her. That's great, Roxy. Yeah. All right. So now it's actually great that we have this situation because we might find out some information. Jo hopefully Jolene's listening. She might find out some information. I'd like to know, what's the worst thing you did as a kid? <laughs> hmm. Well, one of the things I did as a kid was sneak out of the house. Mm -hmm. And then I got locked out. No. <laughs> Yes. And I was with my cousin. My cousin was staying in the summertime and we were, we got locked out and we didn't know what to do. We didn't want to ring the doorbell or wake anybody up. Right. So we spent the night out in the car on the street <laughs> and there was like a newspaper. So we cut out letters that said we were in the car. Oh no. And tr tried to put them on the screen door. Anyway, my parents were about to call the police because they were looking for us when oh my they found us. Wow. Yes. That's hilarious. That was the one that probably was the scariest for my parents. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I have a similar story where I went next door to give the neighbor her mail that was in our <laughs> mailbox. And we told people, me and my friends, it was for a birthday party or something. We told my dad and my friend's mom. So they knew that we were going next door. Next thing I know... I'm seeing people out my neighbor's window walking down the street, my uncles, my aunts, my grandparents, like just like one at a time. I'm like, oh, someone's going for a walk. Oh, so-and-so is going to go catch up with them. Oh, oh there no. goes another one. There goes another one. Next thing I know, like my brother's banging on the door, tears in his eyes because they like didn't know where we were. And I mean, it didn't look good because we were playing jump rope in the driveway by the street and the jump ropes were just, just kind laying of on the laying on the ground. <laughs> And oh no! Yeah, so like it totally looked like yeah. someone just drove by and, and threw him in a van, and kidnapped us. Right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we were next door, and we did tell people; they just forgot. <laughs> wow! Oh my goodness! Yeah. Uh, let's see. If you could be a cartoon character for a week, who would you be? Oh, this is a hard one for me. <laughs> I think maybe Goofy. I always loved oh. Goofy. Aww. I don't. I don't know why I liked Goofy, but I always loved Goofy. I love that. And then the other option would be maybe Tweety Bird. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love Tweety Bird. Yeah. Yeah, I like Tweety Bird, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. Smarty Pants. Always, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love Tweety Bird. Yeah. All right. So are you a music fan? 
Yes. Okay. All right. So if you hosted Saturday Night Live, who would you want to introduce as your musical guest? I would like to introduce Chris Stapleton and I would like Justin Timberlake to join him and they would sing Tennessee Whiskey. Oh, nice. very spe- you, you thought about that nice. one. <laughs> yes, I you have. You were ready for that one. Very specific. <laughs> and KJ would be a fan of that, right? Is that who she likes? Uh-huh. She would be a fan. Okay. Yep. All right. That's what I thought. Yep. Uh, this might be a little not funny, but maybe funny. What is your favorite family tradition? My favorite family tradition would be our Christmas tradition. Before we have our Christmas meal, which is at noontime, mm-hmm. big traditional family Christmas meal, we always have a toast of wine. And since my father passed away, we always still fill his wine glass oh, and have it on that. the table. Oh, that's, yeah. sweet. that's so nice. Yes, it's very, it's very nice. Yeah. And we keep him as part of our traditions. Yeah. That's so special. I love that. I know I went a little deep with that question. She but. goes deep and I, I try for the fun <laughs> dumb and it just never, I don't know why. Um, what's a special hidden talent you have that no one else knows about? I'm not too sure that I have any hidden talents. Okay. I know one thing that I'm very good at is organizing. Okay. Hmm. And I can organize the heck out of a party. Oh, okay. That is a, that that's, is that's a, a special a, talent. It is. Roxy knows now, like trying to plan a wedding during a pandemic three times. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's great. Um, What is your most embarrassing childhood memory? I went to school and I went on the bus. And one time when I was coming home, I never got off the bus. Oh. And I went all the way back to the school. (laughs) And then the bus driver turned around and there I was. (laughs) (laughs) Was that planned or? Yeah, right. Like what? Did did you you do something you didn't want to go home for? Yeah. Did you fall asleep? Like what? Nope. Nope. I just didn't know where my stop was that day. I missed my stop and then I never saw it come up again. Well, which kind of (laughs) makes sense because, you know, after your stop, you're not familiar with the route. Yeah, exactly. So somehow I was probably talking too much or something and (laughs) missed my stop and then never got off the bus. That's funny. He was not happy. He was not happy, right? Yeah, exactly. So, well, Sandra, we are already out of time, believe it or not. Is there anything we can plug for you? Uh, how can we get in touch with you? You're on Twitter and all that, right? Yes. I'm SKR Golf, I think, on Twitter. And I'm just Sandra Rohde on Facebook, part of the Loyal Littles group. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks again. And as an homage to the big show, we'll get you out of here on this. Over or under? Definitely over, and I am one of those who will change it in your house Ah. and definitely not change it back. Oh, okay. okay. Good. Good for you. (laughs) Now, will you cop to it? Oh, sure. Oh, so if someone comes out of the bathroom and goes like, who the hell changed my toilet paper? You'll be like, "Uh, that was me because you're wrong. (laughs) Exactly. All right. Love it. Love it. I knew we had you on the podcast for a reason. (laughs) Thanks again, Sandra. We really appreciate the time. Thank you. All right. All you loyal listeners, we'll be right back. This is Laurie Sayo from D.C., and you're listening to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. Thank you, Sandra. How lovely was that? That was so great. I mean... I feel like I say that every time. Yeah, we do. But, but it yeah, is. Yeah, we mean it. Like, we love meeting all of you. But that was fun. I'm excited for when you guys are like, that was... 
awful. That was horrible. Gosh. Gosh. Horrible. Couldn't get her off the podcast soon enough. And Simon, you got to come on and maybe do one of these interviews sometime. I would love to have a third wheel sometime do yeah. one of these interviews That'd be I fun. Well, he doesn't be fun. love being a third wheel yeah <laughs> well sounds great you know it's it's just uh you know it'd be interesting now did we did you work on our little thing here so pacific ocean so it's right great yeah. sound bite there is that yeah i think that's, that's it okay we got to stop all right we're gonna grind some gears okay okay here we go because Right after we're done with this recording, Roxy and I basically are getting kicked out of our apartment. But we'll go back to that, actually. I want to, I saw this thing. So, Roxy and I actually had a very rare night where there was nothing on TV. We had already finished watching all our ah, network television shows. Here we go. Buckle so, up, little. So we, we, um, <laughs> well, I don't want to go too deep because we, yeah. we, we, we have friends involved. So yeah, of course. It's tricky. Okay. But we went to Netflix and we watched Diana. Now, the Simon, musical. Simon, have you seen this yet? No comment. Okay. No, I just, <laughs> I haven't seen it. I, uh, I, I went in for one of the early rounds for that show. Mm-hmm. Oh, you auditioned. You went in for Charles, but didn't get it, huh? No, not for Charles. <laughs> for the butler, of all people. The um, butler? Oh. oh, he didn't look like, no, you were not, re- according to what they cast, no. you're nothing like. What, total opposite. Yeah, no, total. I, I, I would be better like, for the butler. Why am I, yeah, I was like, why am I going in for uh, mm. the butler? But, uh. Yeah, let me just say, uh, you know, I read read the script. and uh, Yeah, yeah the lyrics are interesting. That's all we're going to say, Littles. Y- you know, if you want to check out I some just, of it, it just doesn't oh. fit. The music doesn't fit. It's That's not why I'm bringing this up. They could have taken yeah, this Yeah, I just in, don't want to offend the wrong person that I know. will ruin my career, you know. Right, so, of course. Yeah. Well, well, I'll do it. Not really, but no, but, I'll be gentle about it. Of all the ways you can touch upon this story and put this story out there, this was like furthest from my mind in the style in which they chose the approach just everything didn't it seemed so disjointed to me well, now were, that's not to say though that the actors were terrible they were oh, wonderful no, 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 no. no the actors were great the it's, woman who played camilla was she was probably one of my favorites to watch like she did such a great job they all did well, everyone okay i mean she's they, amazing they she did played the queen. such a great job with not great material yeah so they did their best and obviously as performers ourselves we've found ourselves in shows where it maybe happens. it could have been better it could have been stronger but i just the whole take on this story i'm like this is the wrong well they were definitely going for evita they were trying to yeah. make it like evita yeah and it's just so. it's not and the choreography oh, i just It'll be interesting. I have a lot of feelings. It'll be interesting if Uncle Tony ever sees this because yeah. he always usually treads lightly and yeah. stuff. He's like, "Oh, it's I mean, a delightful the, show." The story but is so fascinating and yeah, I mean that's the heart wrenching and just all of the feels. But <laughs> the way they did this, I was I was not impressed. But anyway, the point <laughs> that I'm making here is because then that's over, and then they give you suggestions of things to watch on mm-hmm. Netflix. One of them, and I was like, "Truly, this can't be." I looked at Roxy. I'm like, "This can't be true." And Simon, tell me if you've seen this. It's called Home Sweet Home Alone. Yep. Okay. Oh, I've heard about this. What the bleep is going on? (laughs) Okay. I'm so sick of this. Like, first of all, what makes you think, if I want to watch Home Alone, Mm -hmm. why wouldn't I just put on the classic Christmas film Home Alone? Right. Okay. But now I, I got to be honest. I think they're doing this on purpose. I think I'm, I might put it on just to see how bad it is. Yeah, they, you know? they definitely try. I mean, this happens. You see this everywhere. You try to bank off of something that was successful yeah, and you try to stretch that as far as you can 
but it gets to a point where it's like you're just going too far. Yeah. No, I mean, we saw the trailer, but yeah. we, we haven't watched it, full disclosure. So it might be a delightful film. I'll probably laugh I'll, at I'll probably right. laugh and enjoy myself watching it. But, but the thing that drives me crazy, well, it's got the one girl from The Office, so we're excited about that. Yeah, Ellie but she's Kemp. Pl- yeah, she's playing one of the villains. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, but it's it looks like it's an exact replica rehash of the original, just with different actors. Yeah. So I don't understand. I don't understand that. Like why? Um, I don't know. I mean, it would be. I think it'd be funnier if it was like Kevin McAllister is the dad this time. Oh, that'd be cute. You know, something like that. That'd be fun. <laughs> you know, and get the what's his name? Uh, yes, Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay Culkin to do the the part. You know, now see that I would maybe what? go. Anyway, Netflix. <laughs> what are you doing? All right. So Roxy and I, Simon, we might have to come over because we're being kicked out of our apartment because Roxy did a terrible thing. Oh, she. Cleaned our bathtub. She cleaned our bathtub. I did. I cleaned. I cleaned it really good. This is what we don't get. Okay, so we've lived in this apartment. Full disclosure. Two and a half years. Two and a half years. Mm -hmm. Okay, we've cleaned our bathtub regularly. Regularly. Yeah. 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 I would say normal. We've used the Mm -hmm. same thing since we moved in. Yep. Now all of a sudden, we're being told we ruined our. We're being told that we ruined it because we were using the wrong kind of cleaner. (sighs) Apparently. What up? Apparently. Simon, what do you clean your bathtub with? <laughs> oh, I don't don't clean the bathtub. It's just <laughs> filthy. No, I use like a bleach spray type thing. I don't know, some chloro, I don't know, some some spray. Well, supposedly this is a cuz trust me, I did a deep dive. I did some homework because I'm like, are we going to have to pay for this because blah blah blah. It's not know, in our rental agreement. It's not in our rental agreement that she didn't, the thing that's weird is our wonderful landlord. She was very specific. She's been very specific about, about like about what things. to use on the stove. Right. Like cuz it's a glass top stove. We'd never had mm-hmm. one of those. And so she was very specific. We went out and bought it. It's yep. very expensive stuff but we thought we better do this because we want to get our security deposit back Mm -hmm. and whatnot so i mean when we first moved in she was very like she was going through everything and and she claims that she told us no she didn't but i didn't think she did no but i would have i would have taken that to heart like i did with the stove right so so anyway so we've been using we've been using comet (laughs) and apparently that's terrible for yeah we've been using comet what has it done what has it done to the tub it started peeling yeah so apparently cast iron tubs do not do well with Comet, which Comet is, Comet works for every other type of tub well, known to man. It says safe on all except, tubs. Anyway. Except apparently cast iron. Yeah. So we've been using this for two and a half years. We've only just recently in the last couple weeks noticed that there was some bubbling, some peeling happening. And so we thought we would be good neighbors or good uh, tenants. And, yeah, I sent you know, her a little say, video hey, saying, hey, this is happening. Just so you know. And of course, the first thing she does she says, is... What are you using on your tub? So you've been kicked out? Then where well, are you guys no, doing this from? No, 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 they're, no, they're reglazing it today. And so we will be out a shower for about 24... Just over a day or so. Hours or so. so. so oh, okay, so the problem is somewhat solved. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and they're, yeah. And then they're also recommending that we're not here while they do it because the fumes and it smells and, it smells and stuff um, like that so, yeah. so that's all i don't know but that's my grind my gears moment tell us and then we'll know now she has been great obviously we're not having to pay for it but i mean she knows us at this point that we wouldn't intentionally do something or do right. something that like she had has recommended us not oh to, sure you know? no so absolutely i so. i think it's okay but it's just annoying yeah so simon what do you got any gears to grind Wish I, I mean, yeah, I pretty much always do, except when you ask me. Now, girlfriend's yeah. back in town. Life yeah. is perfect. We understand exactly what could possibly be wrong with the world. Well, you are um, still in the closet. There's that. <laughs> I, I, I am. I am. 
All right, you two, let's get out of here. But before we do, quick programming note. We have a, uh, we're not going to go crazy cray like we did for our 100th episode. But it's special to Roxy and I, and I hope Simon as well, our one-year anniversary is coming up. Sure is. Yeah. Now for the wow. podcast, not, not Roxy and I, for the podcast. And it all started on November 21st, 2020. And as we all know, Claire Natola came on and started the whole thing with us, and that fell on a Saturday. So I think we're going to drop, in honor of that, our next episode won't drop till Sunday, the 21st, in honor of our anniversary. We're not quite sure what we're doing yet. We might have something special cooked up. It's special for us. We're yeah, not going to go... we're excited. Yeah, yeah. that is exciting. Yeah, yeah, and we're really proud. We, yeah. we basically did two episodes a week, all but one week, yep. the entire year, and that was just last week, and that was in honor of Tori Clark, because yeah. we didn't want to bury her episode. Right. So we couldn't have done it without you, Littles. So speaking of, Roxy, tell everyone how they can get in touch with us. You can email us at WTFCpodnet at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter at Loyal Littles Pod. We're also on Instagram at the Loyal Littles Podcast. And don't forget about our Facebook page, the Loyal Littles Podcast. And don't forget to run, run on over to iTunes and Apple Podcasts and give us a nice rate and review over there. And of course, we should have said, Simon, we couldn't have done it without you either. Right. Just, just throwing that well, out Well, so. you definitely could have. But I appreciate that. <laughs> and uh, special thanks to Sandra Rohde for coming on to Meet the Littles today. That was really a lot of fun. Our first sister-sister combination. Mm-hmm. And Eric Londrigan, Jason Bullitt, and Lori Aseo for our bumpers this week. A whole year. Wow. Coming up on a year. This is going to be incredible. We so made it. We made it. Well, not yet. One more. <laughs> Almost. All right. Let's get out of here. And remember, as always, if you're out shopping online tonight... Use the code. Use the code. You guys should use the code. I was thrilled when I found out I was going to have a little sister. Oh, nice. Oh, that's sweet. You know that oftentimes my whole life
The Loyal Littles Podcast is produced by the WTFC Podcast Network and edited by Louis B. Crocco. And the Loyal Littles Podcast logo is designed and drawn by Eric Lonergan. Sisters, sisters, there were never such devoted sisters. Oh, yeah.